Hey everybody, we are Nintendo Week doing this podcast episode live from E3. How are you all doing? I hope you're having a good endo week on Tuesday as always. Um, this is Ben LeMoreau. I wanted to do this in the hot tub, but Colin said no. And this is Alex Plant. I was not prepared for And I am tub. Colin McIsaac, your host, and we are joined by Tony Marino. Introduce yourself, Tony. Hi, I'm Tony Marino, and they kidnapped me. Lovely. Thank um, you. <laughs> uh, so yeah, we're doing this live for me three. So sorry if you know the audio is a little, uh, and uh, but you know we do what we can. Uh, schedules are very busy, so this is kind of unstructured this week because um, we didn't know what we were gonna see from Nintendo's digital event. So uh, you know until we actually saw it. So that was this morning, and we played all of their games. I think on the show floor today, um, almost all of them. So. Let's just jump right in. Uh, I'm glad that we are not the only ones just seeing the internet's reactions. And the internet is always accurate. I am glad we are not the only ones who thought Nintendo's digital event was really, really crap. bad. Um, yeah. I mean, I expected crap. it. We expected it after they delayed Zelda and they had no big holiday game and Star Fox was the only thing that could rise up to replace it. I mean, they certainly weren't going to announce anything or they certainly weren't going to announce a full schedule uh, of games that we didn't know anything about prior to E3. Yeah, for sure. I was expecting to be disappointed, especially by comparison to like Microsoft and Sony, which, I mean, this is the first year, by the way, that I've, that I've actually been legitimately excited about, I think, either of their announcements. Um, and Shots fired. And that's why we're Nintendo. Well, that's not shots fired. <laughs> that's just because, yeah, I mean, that's just because I, I am, you know, such a, such a big Nintendo fan. But, I mean, it... Yeah, I wasn't expecting it to be that bad. Well, I mean, the writing the writing's on the wall. I mean, they had nothing yeah. for summer. Uh, all the games that we knew about that were supposed to come out in the spring this year were pushed to fall. Mm-hmm. I mean, that that's the sign that they don't have anything to fill fall with. Well, right, but then the issue is why did they talk about only their fall and winter and spring games instead of their actual upcoming... Like, Sony went all the way into 2017. Like, if Nintendo knows... I mean, Nintendo, basically, they knew that they had nothing to show for for the end of 2015 and the beginning of 2016. Then they had two options. They could talk about the games coming out after that, like Metroid and Galaxy 3, etc., which we can be sure are happening. At least I'm still confident. Mm -hmm. Um, Or they can then embark on the extremely easy projects that they can do that still people are clamoring for. Metroid Prime Trilogy HD, Sunshine HD, Gal- uh, F-Zero GX HD, Mother 3 localization. Zero. Stuff that's extremely easy to do. and Implying they remembered F-Zero. That's cute. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, stuff that's extremely easy to do and people have been demanding for a long, long time. And why didn't they do it? Yeah, I, mean, I don't really understand the strategy. Like, what, what they showed off at the conference... I mean, we, we've talked about it this week. It, it seems to be very experimental. Like, they're, they're throwing out a lot of sort of weird spinoffs where they're kind of crossing concepts together. And I'm not sure that anyone was really asking for any of these games. I'm not sure what need they're filling with these games. So they're not giving the fans the stuff they do want. And then this, these, these sort of new concepts they're trying to throw together. I'm not sure what audience they're targeting. With I mean, the, the weird thing is with these spinoffs... They're, you're right, they're not giving the fans the games that they want, but they're also, the games that they are giving us are games that we specifically did not want. There's already a petition 
for them to cancel Metroid Prime Federation Force <laughs> within the day. Yeah, that's a pretty that's, strong um, sign that that's a very negative reaction. That's well, from people I know, that didn't even play it. Well, that's I know. The, is the people really, really wanted a new Metroid, mm-hmm. and they did not want Metroid Prime Federation. This, right. is, this is not what they wanted. And my big problem with it is. Really, just, I mean, the game doesn't look terrible. The gameplay looks okay. It was actually probably about the only first-party game I didn't get to go uh, hands-on with yet on the yeah, same show floor. But um, the problem with me is that they're trying to attach the Metroid brand to this because it doesn't really look that much like a core Metroid experience. And it, it's like they're trying to take this new spin-off formula for a game and try to boost its sales by attaching the Metroid name to it. But I don't think that's what's going to happen. Because the Metroid fan base isn't this big, you know, mega brand. It's it's a small group of really dedicated fans that wanted a core Metroid experience. And instead, you're giving them this weird experimental thing that they didn't ask for. So instead of strengthening your new idea, I think you're just watering down the Metroid brand and upsetting the core fans. No, absolutely. I mean, that's... And thus that's the petition. On. <laughs> I mean, on. based on the Zelda delay, I feel like Nintendo's in this weird position where, you know, the Zelda... Uh, reveal and the subsequent uh, Game Awards footage. I don't like people liked it, but I don't think there was the excitement that they really need out of a new Zelda game. Mm-hmm. And so I feel at this point, you know, if they're not going to get these reactions that they that they're looking for at the, those early stages, they want to make sure the the games that they're showing that are actually big and worthwhile are ready to be shown. And so I feel like this E three they didn't really have a strategy except for we need to push out games and we'd rather green light games that no one wants than give bad showings for games that people do want. Yeah, I mean, that's, 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 that's fair. sound logic, yeah. Uh, but, I mean, I mean the, the thing is, I, think, I mean, if we look at Final Fantasy VII's reveal, that was basically just animated concept art. Well, yeah, I mean, uh, that doesn't excuse them from not releasing, like, a CGI trailer. Like, right. people expect that at this point. Nintendo can do it. People don't expect them to do it, but Well, but the question is, maybe... I guess it's more of a hypothetical than a question. Maybe they don't have these like late 2016, early 2017 titles to show off because maybe they're not coming to Wii U and 3DS. Maybe yeah, they're coming to NX. Yeah, that's yeah. another excellent point, that's, actually. That's honestly the only explanation I can think of. Um, Other than Nintendo just being completely out of touch with their fan base. Well, I, yeah. I wouldn't but I, go that I, far, maybe, but I'd say that you have a good point about the NX, though. Yeah. Because that's definitely coming... And faster than I think a lot of us think. So yeah, and I, I mean, I, I I do think we were talking about this earlier on the show floor. Uh, it it would make sense if they were just this whole. They they were just trying to get get out of the way the games that have already been greenlit that have already that are already are being worked on um, for Wii U. Just get them out of the way and and move everything mm-hmm. else that's currently in development to NX so that NX has a really strong lineup when it comes out and they're they'll just take the sacrifice on Wii U because it's already doing so terribly. They, yeah. Or at they least can afford make, to take the sacrifice on Wii U. At least make the initial batch yeah. of NX games cross gen or or yeah. you know the late batch of Wii U games cross gen. Yeah. yeah, like they did with Twilight Princess. Right. Yeah, exactly. And that you know that's the best selling Zelda game. Yeah, very extremely so. <laughs> Go. Yeah. Oh, the, the camera made of sound. Make sure that's not anything bad. Looks okay. Cool. The funny thing about editing is we have to now keep that in the podcast. Yay! <laughs> um, Special treat for all of you at home. Yeah, Doing it live. Um, Folks. So, right. yeah, so I mean, that's a really good point. Um, another thing that I thought was really weird is why did they make all of their biggest announcements before E3? Because yeah. if you look back at all the announcements from the week, I mean, they, right, they highlighted E3 with Star Fox, which is fine, but I mean, I mean, Star Fox is good, but it's never been their big thing. It's never been Nintendo's biggest, 
uh, game series. It's never been a big anything, really. I mean, it does have yeah. fans, but it's never been like right. Best I mean, it's not it's maybe. not a headlining game. Yeah, yeah. Well, certainly and, not mm-hmm. since they already said that it was coming. Right. If it were a surprise, that'd be one thing. But it right. was not at yeah. all a surprise. Yeah. And yeah. what we saw from it was not surprising. Right. And so the two big announcements that we got were um, all the Ryu stuff, which had kind of leaked anyway. And, and um, <laughs> yeah, that kind of ruined it for me a little because cause they came mm. out and I was like, oh, okay, I guess it was happening. <laughs> I will say that that's a massive deal. A friend of mine who's a big industry fighter and has never played Smash says... I might actually consider trying Smash because of how really? technical Ryu is. Well, yeah, I mean, that's the interesting thing. Ryu is, it's like playing Street Fighter. Yeah. I remember when I picked up Street, I, I'm not a big Street Fighter guy, but I remember I picked up Street Fighter 4 Ultimate 3D Edition, whatever it's called. Alpha uh, Omega. Yeah. <laughs> um, for 3DS when it came out because that was basically the only 3DS game at the time. And, uh, story. So, <laughs> actually, yeah. And so I was playing it for a little while and I remember I enjoyed it, but I was always like doing, you know, these random wacky moves that I had no idea what I was doing just because I accidentally pressed some weird, intricate combination of buttons. Um, that's a lot of fighting games, I feel like. But that's <laughs> the, weird, the weird thing too. is, Ryu does the exact same thing in Smash Bros. Right, you know, Smash not, is built to be super easy to pick up and right, play. It's not Ryu a side not special, it's not like, you know, up smashes and stuff. Which Ryu actually suggests- has all those same combinations of down, down, right, right, A is Hadouken, and... Uh, you know, you can you can control him the exact. You can pick up Smash Bros, play as Ryu, and do just as well with the exact same strategy. Um, right, and, and that suggests to me that Ryu was included specifically to try to attract some of those more right. hardcore fighting game fans because you know they didn't redesign him to be a Smash character. They just made him Ryu in Smash. Exactly, right. and I think that's pretty cool on the one hand, and also that you know you still you can still pick him up and play him just like you would any other Smash character. Yeah. They still give you that option, but. On the other hand, I think it's kind of an unfair advantage for those people that have mastered, you know, his control scheme because those attacks are stronger and, you mm. know, people that aren't able to maybe perform those kind of combos will not be able to use him to the same potential. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of maybe the only downside. Yeah, he's an extremely technical character. I'd, I'd be interesting to see how, uh, you know, where he comes out on the tier list. Yeah, I would hope at least they've balanced him so right. that the stronger versions of his moves are are the ones that fit in the tier list right. and not the weaker ones. Um, but as we've seen, they don't seem to really have any issue rebalancing if that becomes an issue. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so the other thing they announced on Sunday was uh, Earthbound Beginnings, which... <laughs> this, this might be my um, intro to the to the Earthbound series, finally. So. Really? I would not start with Mother. Well, yeah. <laughs> well, Me- see, thing, I have, mechanically, I did, it's um, not very good in comparison to Earthbound, but it's such good news for the For the, the time, series. it was an yeah. incredible game, but it's it's pretty dated. So yeah. I have, I have uh, full story, actually, did pick up Earthbound, the second, well, our Earthbound, so Mother 2, mm-hmm. um, during Extra Life, I think it was a year or two ago, and I was doing it on the live stream, and everybody was, because I was bad at it, and all the hardcore <laughs> Mother fans were like, this isn't how you play it, you're not going to enjoy the game correctly, blah blah blah, so I just I should stopped. write down a timestamp for that, and... so I can censor it. <laughs> Keep talking. Keep talking. Okay, cool. Yeah, no, so they were, you know, the Mother fans were all complaining on my live stream that I wasn't playing the game the way that they would have played it, and therefore I wasn't going to enjoy it properly, so I just stopped playing it. Because oh, they were no. ruining it for That's me. So sad. Yeah, they were ruining it for me, so I was like, you know what? Whatever, we're going to play Bomberman. I hate you guys. And, um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so I really haven't played that much of Earthbound. Um, it's definitely interesting mechanics 
for an RPG. You need to beat aliens with frying pans and baseball bats. Yeah, the, the auto-defeat the auto defeat thing was what I was referring for the interesting mechanics. I wish more RPGs kind of did that, but... Yeah, uh, I mean, I will say, if you're thinking about getting into Earthbound, I would not suggest starting with Mother, because okay. the minute-to-minute gameplay... We've actually talked about this before, Alex. The minute-to-minute gameplay in Earthbound itself is not all that uh, tight and satisfying. Okay. Um, and in Mother, it's even worse. Um, yeah. But... <laughs> then what's all the hype about? Because that's what I'm trying to figure well, out. Well, no, they are great games, oh, but okay. minute to minute, they're not particularly exciting. If you want mm-hmm. an action, you know, if you want a, an adrenaline-pumping sort of action-y game, okay. Mother is not for you. But, um, you know, whether or not you like it, you should pick it up and try it out because they're so they're such different... They're such a departure from what Nintendo mm-hmm. normally does, especially... Um, it's not like any other game you'll play. It's really not. That, that's one thing it's, I can it's say. It's really, Even really from, not. Like, my and limited exposure, it's definitely unlike any other game I've ever played. And Nintendo is so concerned about the sales potential of the Mother series, and the Mother series is so, so good, that uh, that everyone listening, not just you, should pick up Earthbound Beginnings uh, just to show support for uh, Nintendo doing things that are different. Because I think that's what makes Nintendo such a special company, mm-hmm. and... Uh, you know, showing showing that that we support endeavors like that, I think, is very important, especially um, with something like like you know releasing a mother game, which has so much hype and appreciation and love behind the fan community um, that if that if it then doesn't get the sales to show for it, then Nintendo's going to be really disappointed, and that's bad news for everyone, and that's ten more years of waiting and crying. <laughs> it is. But speaking of waiting and crying. Colin, would you like to explain to everyone how you feel about uh, Mario and Luigi Paper Jam? No, I don't. (laughs) (laughs) That about sums it up. (laughs) Is this another game that you're not going to acknowledge? Because uh, we all know there's no Paper Mario game on the So we also saw uh, Donkey Kong and Bowser in Skylanders. Yeah, what was that all about? What? Just what? moving right on. Um, um, I, no, I we're not, think... not going to address that? No. Okay, we, we, no, we, we can address it. We had to do it for the joke, though. Too. No, obviously, but... Uh, so, okay. Mario and Luigi Superstar Saga is one of my favorite games of all time. Partners in Time was a good successor. It wasn't as good as the original game. Bowser's Inside Story was a fun game to play, but it did not live up to the series' name um, in terms of writing, in terms of scenario, in terms of world building. Um, Mm -hmm. Dream Team was bad. It was the bad game. Uh, As Jackson over here calls it, Tutorial Team. Uh, There were also other problems with it. But the fact that it had a demo highlighted that for me in like five minutes. And then Paper Mario, as everyone knows, I mean, Paper Mario, the original, was amazing. Paper Mario, the Thousand Year Door, I, it's probably my second or third favorite game ever made. Yeah, um, I haven't played that one, but my, my sister tells me it's her favorite game of all time. So so, it's so, so, yeah. it's, it's amazing how good that game, anyway, um, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I, I want to continue to make the point, Super Paper Mario was pretty good, but it was a radical departure from what people wanted from Paper Mario. Sticker Star had good level design. That's about the only good thing we can say about Stripped it. Stripped all the joy out of a Paper Mario experience. Yeah, well, except the music. The music was yeah, music was good. Uh, and I actually I liked the world map itself, but I didn't like Definitely. it. Definitely. I didn't I didn't like that that was the new Paper Mario game. Um, I like it as a spinoff of Paper Mario. I don't like it as the new Paper Mario. Um, so these are two series that are in need of revitalization. Are in need of going back to their roots and being good again. 
Mm-hmm. And so they've they've taken Dream Team and Sticker Star, two games that were just so bad. And they you know, both of these franchises need a reboot and, you know, something that's finally good again, and instead in one fell swoop they've given us one game that continues to destroy both of them. With one game, they broke my heart twice. In defense of Sticker Star, it did give us the Bowser Anima. Bowser Anima. <laughs> Yeah, don't you remember the little remember card, the cardboard about. Bowser with the hose coming out of its butt? No, no I don't remember this. No, no. no. Okay. <laughs> okay, that's cool. <laughs> okay. Yeah, never mind. No, that, that was he's, a thing. All right. He's just gonna continue pretending it doesn't exist. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> he doesn't acknowledge the game. I see. Um, I see how it is. <laughs> no, I actually don't remember that part. But, but there, no, anyway, there, there was a cardboard Bowser that was like being inflated or something, but it just had oh. a hose coming out of its. Oh, ass. Yeah. I vaguely remember okay. this. Okay. <laughs> gotta gotta write down that timestamp too. Uh, okay. Um, <laughs> no, it's okay. Um, P- patootie. There we go. <laughs> you can note um, that over. Yeah, no, it's just we have clean lyrics on iTunes, and oh, I don't right. know okay. what that means yeah, 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 or yeah. why, but I just want to be Parental guidance suggested. I'm not really sure how to do that. Rated E for everyone. Just, just to be safe. Um, but anyway, so... Uh, the next topic, I guess we, we brought it up, so we might as well talk about it. Uh, Bowser and Donkey Kong and Skylanders. I thought that was actually a really cool move by Nintendo. Yeah. I just don't know that that's really like an E3 move. Yeah. I don't I don't think most of the people attending E3 well, when really they didn't have wanted to see that. really any games. Mm-hmm. I, I can understand why it's an E3. But I, I think it's a great move because Skylanders is just such a massive franchise, and hopefully you, know, you have kids playing with Bowser, playing with Donkey Kong, and going, oh, cool, I want to play these characters in their own games, and then yeah. you know, hopefully that translates to Wii U or 3DS sales. Mm-hmm. But right. again, that, that's, that's not really the kind of thing you trot out at E3, but I do think it was a very good move. Yeah, and I like that you can switch them from Amiibo to Skylanders. That, I mm-hmm. think, is really cool. Oh, so they are Amiibo as well as Skylanders. They are both, yeah. Okay, because I was going to make a comment about how that could possibly cheapen the Amiibo brand, but there you go. No, yeah, no, you, you, like, you sort of, there's a base, and you sort of just twist the characters on the base. Oh, fantastic. uh, Well, then that's cool. There you go. Highlight of Nintendo's E3 press conference, Skylanders toys. The highlight was the Muppets. I loved that, but I didn't expect that to be the best thing. (laughs) That's really sad. The Skylanders Amiibo will be a good, good news for investors who... I'm sure are really happy with how Amiibo have turned around Nintendo sales, um, but I mean for us that's it's it's just well the good thing is more things we will be able to find exactly we'll be able to find Donkey Kong and Bowser Amiibo because they're Skylanders. Yeah, I mean honestly, <laughs> the Skylanders people are gonna make so many more of those than Nintendo is. That's yeah. of of their own native Donkey Kong and Bowser Amiibo. That's you, true. Not Bowser, but Donkey nah, probably not Bowser because of the Super Mario series. But um, and Donkey Kong's not that rare. No, Donkey Kong is actually pretty rare now. Is he? Yeah, because they only have the uh, they only have the Smash Bros. series, and he was from Wave One. Yeah. Samus, Donkey Kong, Fox, Yoshi, Smash Bros—they're all rare. Even like Yoshi. Yeah, Smash Bros. I haven't seen rare. the Samus or the Fox like. In I haven't seen an Amiibo in five years. I, what's an Amiibo? I still see all Mario <laughs> characters from all series. But anyway. Anyway. Um, so is that all we have to say about DK and Bowser? Uh. One, one of the more choice. Yeah. I mean, one of the more creative third-party yeah. collaborations. What I really, yeah, what I really find interesting, uh, well, for one, it's weird that Reggie teased this as the unprecedented uh, huge mm-hmm. th- What are you doing, Jackson? The screen's black. Oh, oh no. Uh, for how long? <laughs> I don't know. Um, I don't know. I just looked over my... Uh-oh. Is it dead? Let's check. Is this, uh... Let's th- check. It worked for me earlier. Is this outlet, uh... No, it's still recording. 
The screen was just black, it looks like. Okay. You have to write down that timestamp, too. For, did someone swear? Yeah. Ooh. Did oh. I? <laughs> a little bit. Donate! <laughs> well, I, I thought it was off! Donate! I thought it died! Jackson, okay. go get the soap from the bathroom and wash his mouth I back. thought I it died. It. No, edit this out. Yeah, edit I this. I have a feeling I'll be able to find you. Yeah. <laughs> you, you can edit those all out, okay. please. <laughs> anyway, um... Yeah, no, I will say, I, I think it's really interesting and encouraging that, um, that... I lost my train. All I, think, all I can think of was Jackson standing like that. <laughs> <laughs> Jackson has completely Reggie. derailed the train of thought. Derailed the train of thought. The unprecedented <laughs> partnership. But um, also, what I find really interesting is that Nintendo, for once, they're not restricting the way that other companies are able to use their characters creatively. Instead, they're encouraging them to do new stuff with their characters. Mm -hmm. um, whereas before, we, we know that Nintendo has always been extremely conservative about... And, and very particular about, no, if you're using our characters, they have to be this this specific way. And that's actually why a lot of the time other companies are not really interested in using Nintendo Nintendo's characters is because Nintendo's been kind of a pain to deal with when uh, using their mm -hmm. licensed IP. But now they're saying, why don't you try all this crazy new stuff and have just just have fun with it? Right, and they said a few months ago that was going to be a focus going forward, and it's, it's good to see that they're mm -hmm. actually living up yeah. to that. Because a lot of times video game companies say, oh, we're going to focus on you know, blah, 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 and then six months later it's just completely forgotten. Yeah. So it's, it's good to see that Nintendo is actually living up to that with you know, the Universal deal and you know, this Amiibo crossover and things like that. They're, they're really licensing their IP out in really cool ways. Yeah. But yeah, something I was um, going to make note of was that I just think it's an odd choice that they use Donkey Kong and Bowser of all characters. I actually, I was expecting it to be like Mario and Luigi, but I yeah. think Donkey Kong and Bowser make the most sense, actually. I think More suitable cool. for Skylanders. Yeah, yeah, in the context of Skylanders. Okay, see, I'm, yeah. I'm not familiar with Skylanders, but... Monsters maybe. and dragons Monsters. and stuff. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 Okay, then. Yeah. Uh, I mean, on the flip side, the sort of negative thing about this third-party partnership is it underlines the reality that to be a successful third-party developer on Nintendo's platforms, you have to use Nintendo's IP. You can't build your own IP with cooperation from Nintendo. Um, I mean, Platinum Games has tried and mm. failed. Uh, and tried and failed again, it seems, with Bayonetta, Bayonetta 2. Uh, yeah, that's something that a lot of third-party developers have said, is that it's hard for them to launch games on Nintendo platforms because they know their game is going to be competing against Mario and, and Zelda and Metroid for, you know, any spotlight, really. And, and that's, that's, that's not a competition you're going to win unless you're really closely working with Nintendo and, like you said, using their IP is the best way. It's underscored... your game freak. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> which is they were the ones. Well, in that which case, yeah. they half own your IP anyway. Uh, no, my point was that they were trying to launch a new IP with Nintendo, and they did so, and now they're one of their most successful franchises. Yeah. So, mm -hmm. <laughs> um, it's underscored a little more when you compare them to Sony, who's just kind of like, "Here, we'll let you make your game, and you can have it." Uh, yeah. Or we'll let you crowdfund your game. <laughs> yeah. and then also publish it thank you Sony um, let's see oh we didn't go over the, uh, the whole list of games we love you Sony good thing we have two episodes um, Yokai Watch Yokai Watch so that game Ben is, loves Yokai ben, Watch do I? I, I like reporting you reported on it all the time <laughs> yeah it, it's blowing up in Japan it's basically the new Pokemon you know TV show video game lineup People toy lineup it's a Pokemon killer yeah, you know, in a way, it's it's um, the the latest one. You know, launched in three different editions across the span of five months and was selling at a faster rate than Pokemon, well, Pokemon or even Monster so Hunter. I believe for so long. I feel yeah, like. 
So but that's uh, that's coming to North America in December. Is that right? Yeah, I think. Or is it just winter? Or was that Xenoblade? I think that was Xenoblade. Mm-hmm. Okay. Xenoblade is the fifth of December. Okay, then Yokai is December. 14th. It's coming to North America when it's cold outside. That's what's happening. <laughs> oh baby, it's Yokai. You're done. Uh, oh baby, it's Yokai. So, that's not uh, even tune. something we haven't talked about yet is Star Fox. We talked a little bit about it, but no, <laughs> I really like uh, so. I'm very conflicted about Star Fox because I really like um, the art direction, which is basically, you know, is what Star Fox should look like, and Star Fox hasn't looked like that in a long time. Um, which is funny, because they're not considering it a sequel. They're just considering yeah, it like a new it's Star a reimagining. Fox game. It's is... named Zero, but it's not a prequel either. Yeah. And for a reimagining, it looks pretty much just like the old games. Well, I think that's really good, because Star Fox has needed something that feels like the originals, but... But, but uh, offers something new, new still, yeah. Right. Um, so I think that's actually, I think that's the best move they could have made with the series. Um, mm-hmm. I think that, well, I, I was kind of expecting that to be the kind of move that they would make. Um, but I'm glad to see that they're actually doing it. Um, I think they're handling Star Fox really, really well. The issue I have with it is I've never thought that Star Fox is ever particularly good. Um... I mean, it's fun enough, but it's not really... I would never... I wouldn't consider any of them great games. Um, and I think this is no different. You know, the level design is very inspired by the originals, which is good. It feels like Star Fox, but that also means, you know, it's it's um, just okay. So, I wouldn't necessarily say Star Fox had level design so much as it was just a random assortment of objects. Yeah. <laughs> it is, like, yeah. some polygons. I mean, things flying at you and blowing like, up, basically. Like, oh, we, we found out how to generate polygons. Here's all of them. <laughs> so I we, mean, we had pretty different uh, show floor experiences. Alex, I know you actually had a great time with it on the show floor, whereas me and Colin both had a really tough time with the controls. We didn't feel they were very intuitive. And, uh, well, part of it was, uh, you know, just being on the E3 show floor, surrounded by thousands of people, music blaring, and then we had just a really overexcited, like, host, like, showing this the game. And by that, I mean just, like, pointing mm-hmm. at everything on the screen and going, who shoot that? Who shoot that? So it was, it was really hard, <laughs> it was to, concentrate. hard to concentrate. And I'd love to give, mm-hmm. uh, give the game another chance, and I will, but... Um, the E3 show floor, I don't think, was a very good place for most people to pick it up and play. Because I, I'm a pretty big Star Fox fan. Uh, I haven't played most of the spinoffs and stuff, but, you know, I'm a big fan of the N64 one. I played the heck out of the 3DS remake of it. Oh, yeah. And, you know, I was pretty good with the controls on that. And I I was pretty lost with the, the show floor demo for the new Star Fox. And a lot of people were. every Almost everybody that I watched play really struggled, especially once they started introducing gamepad and gyroscope concepts. Uh when they actually became important during the gameplay. Uh, so a quick note for those of you who don't know, for the most part, it controls a lot like the original Star Fox, except for you can aim more precisely with the gyroscope. And in certain sections, the camera forces you to use the gamepad uh, to the get screen. a proper view. The yeah, which is really well, jarring for yeah, me. I'd be like flying, and all of a sudden like it would just shift, and my, my vehicle's just off in the corner of the screen. I'm like, oh, crap, I guess I gotta I didn't even there. notice that. What I noticed more was, was that a target was... Sort of off in the corner, and I would try to turn and shoot it, but then I realized it's not even letting me turn far enough. Yeah. I need to use the gamepad and then move my body mm-hmm. and use the screen to do that, but then by looking at the cockpit view, I don't know what's around me on the ship on the other screen, so I don't know if I'm flying into random stuff. Like You are. Spoilers. From yeah, you are. <laughs> um, every time I tried to look at the gamepad screen, I got hit by something. 
Um, yeah, it's rough because your 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 awareness when you're looking through the cockpit view is so different than when you have yeah. the full view. Well, it's so it's not just different; it's much lesser. Right. Mm -hmm. It's it's mm -hmm. restrictive, and yet when you're using the full TV view, you don't really get the full control over where you're going. Jackson's just playing a bunch of random sounds for half yeah. a second. That's Theo. <laughs> Theo is playing music and asleep. He's asleep, <laughs> by the way. He's sitting over He's there. He's watching YouTube dads in his sleep and skipping them. That's so impressive. Yeah, I, re I really don't want to, you know, start to write off a game like Star Fox early on because obviously that's ridiculous. Can't but let you do that, Ben. <laughs> but I'll say the E3 show floor is not the proper place to get used to Star Fox because even for, you know, fans of the series who are good at the previous games... I'd say I was especially for fans of the series mm -hmm. who are good at the previous games. Yeah, I, I felt pretty lost once it got to like the, the free range areas. I was okay when it was on rails. I was doing pretty well, you know, hit most of the arches, collecting most of the rings. But once we got into free range, I was just screwing up left and right. No, see, you know? Yeah, it was not intuitive to me. Like having played all of the other Star Fox, main series Star Fox games anyways, it just didn't feel like it handled the same way. Like it wasn't a game where like you can pick this up and it's like, it's Star Fox. I know Star Fox. This is how it plays. Mm -hmm. Right. So a couple things I noticed in particular. Um, one, I love that they keep the cheesy dialogue. <laughs> oh, we have to cut that out. That's a no. It's that's funny. a brand. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, we don't have time to edit. It's quite all right. Um, but time we... code. Oh, sure. You have time to edit me, but not. No, I'm, I'm no, just, just censoring. No, I'm censoring you. I'm not. Um, we have, we have a great Waluigi censored. censor. Wow! Wow! You go wow! Okay, I'm something bad. Um, can I just swear on purpose so no. we can? No, no, no. <laughs> we want to go to bed at some time. It's so hard for me. Anyway, um, so two things I noticed. One is I love that they kept the well, a the sort of puppety style of the original Star Fox is back in a really neat way. The artwork of the characters, oh, and yeah. the character portraits. Um, the they're SAS actually, style, right? They're yeah. actually reflective of that sort of clumpy fur of the puppets. Um, Buy this Which game because right. clumpy fur. I was a little taken aback by that. Actually, it was almost a little. I was a little taken aback. Scary but I really because liked the Fox's original. Face in yeah. Particular, right? yeah, Fox's yeah, face in particular really looked it. like the SNES instruction book, which really terrifies me, honestly. But <laughs> <laughs> it looks like a real taxidermy animal. Yeah, that's yes. exactly right. Um, but so I, I like that, and I like that they keep all the classic cheesy dialogue. A lot of the. Um, a lot of the lines actually are direct quotes. My emperor, I uh, failed you. you. There's yeah. a there's another level in the demo that you guys didn't play that has pigment in it, and he literally oh, says, yeah. "You can't beat me. I've got a better ship." Like <laughs> straight quotes. Oh, and Peppy <laughs> says, "You're becoming more like your father." And Slippy still has bones on his tail <laughs> all the time. <laughs> You're becoming yeah. more like your father. It's very Dead. much Star Fox. I can't do that impression because my voice is is going. But anyway, um, great time to do a podcast, right? Right. Um, Woo. Anyway, uh, but the other thing, so that was the positive. The negative is no online multiplayer. Oh, yeah. Do we even need to say why that's awful? It's awful because Nintendo can't do online, apparently, except for in Mario Kart and Smash and, I guess, now Splatoon. Mm -hmm. uh, I can kind of forgive it because Star Fox has never really been a multiplayer-heavy game. That's true. But... It should be a multiplayer-heavy game. It's it's time for it to be a multiplayer-heavy yeah. game. I, I guess so. If they can pull it off anyway. I never really cared for the multiplayer modes in the other... They pulled it off fine in, in other games. I mean, like, I really liked the multiplayer on Star Fox Command. Command uh, was okay. 64, though, the multiplayer mode for me was not anything to call home about. I, that's... I had fun with it. Okay. Um, I liked the new levels they added on 3DS. 
I didn't play the 3DS remake. Really? No. I didn't do multiplayer. I, I mean, it was it was it was like a perfect recreation of Star Fox 64. I a friend of mine had it, and it I, was I I played a I played a level of it, and I was like, okay, yeah, I'm I'm playing the same game. It is so the I same didn't, game. Yeah. Yeah. Um. But. I don't remember where I was going with this. Multiplayer. But, oh, right. Star Fox Command. I really like the multiplayer in it, um, which mm-hmm. is strange because it was a DS game. Um, DS had good multiplayer. And it, was, it was online multiplayer. Well, yeah, DS did have good multiplayer, but uh, you know, I would think if any Star Fox game did multiplayer right, it wouldn't be on the Nintendo DS. It would be on a home console. Well, and you guys don't know this, but we were in the hot tub earlier talking about this. But DS was Nintendo's probably best foray into online multiplayer. Yeah. So in that sense, it doesn't surprise me that, that a DS Star Fox would have the best online multiplayer. Yeah. Uh, we were actually talking... I wouldn't say me. so much surprised, but disappointing that the DS yeah. still has some of the yeah. best online experiences yeah. on the Nintendo it, 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 At least shocked the most me, groundbreaking. Alex mentioned in the hot tub that Mario Kart DS was the first video game to feature wireless, first, yes, yes. wireless online play. Yes. On the, the on Nintendo a, on DS. On a dedicated gaming platform. A handheld. Yeah. And that's a Nintendo game. Yeah. Mind you. Yeah. It wasn't the best Wi-Fi, but it was there. It was there. Yeah. yeah. It was... Yeah. They, they tried it. They tried it. They Mario Kart DS also had Sky Gardens, so... Another point in its favor. <laughs> I would really love that. So, and we've Chocolate been Mountain. talking a lot of and negatives. We should probably talk some positives. Um, I think we... Pretty much all were pretty happy with uh, Super Mario Maker on the show. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That was excellent. Oh, yeah. Not only the customization tools but the nintendo world championship courses were really fun yeah Mm -hmm. um and i'm really looking forward to seeing that kind of creativity come from an entire community i was also really impressed with their sharing features uh yeah so Mm -hmm. yeah um every level you can check like it's rating you can rate uh one through five stars and before you you know download and play a level you can see what other people have rated it and if you like a particular person if you can see like oh you know I, i like this level i like this level they're all made by the same person you can subscribe to people and follow them and their levels and uh, another yeah, thing that came really out today was that before you upload a level for other people to play, you have to beat it once <laughs> yourself. So no one can upload just you know purposely impossible levels or anything like that. So they put a lot more thought into the the sharing features than I honestly expected they would. Mm-hmm. I, I thought it was going to be pretty bare bones, and it's it's fairly fleshed out. The funny thing is, um, I I consider this praise for Nintendo. Like I think they did a really good job with the online the online sharing features. The funny thing is though. If any other company, like if any other company rolled out the same sort of online sharing features, it would be like pretty bare bones for them. So it's it's funny. I think that or Nintendo expected for them. Yeah, yeah. it's kind of yeah. standard. So, yeah, so I, I feel like it's it's funny that Nintendo is is meeting the bare minimum of the rest of the industry and getting praise for doing that. Sure, <laughs> but they're doing that's it, Mario so. though. Yeah, know? no, I know. I mean, again, it's it is praise. I think it's good. I'm just yeah. saying it's it's for, for it's a game ironic. like this, you have to have that kind of thing. Yeah. So. No, I agree. So but I don't think a lot of people expected it to be that robust. Yeah, no, one of the uh, one yeah. of the features in Mario Maker, you know, is you can tap an amiibo in, and then when you collect, what is it called, like the mystery shroom or mystery something item like or something that. like mystery that. Mushroom, I think. Yeah, then then you'll you'll change your skin to um, an amiibo, and um, they they give them all these nice little touches. Like we played uh, as Link in the demo, and if you press up, he holds up a piece of the Triforce. Yeah. And then I also noticed if you're like sprinting in one direction, and then you press back in the other direction yeah. to kind of like skid, you pull out your little eight bit sword. No, like that, that totally caught me off guard because the person demoing the game told me how I could do the Triforce thing, but I discovered the sword thing in my yeah, own and then too. I just kind of kept doing and it over also, and over they again. Changed <laughs> the sound effects for the. the yeah, yeah, and the music like, uh, changes yeah, too. The yeah, the end goal, it was the uh, Triforce Get song. Like, mm-hmm. duh, 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 duh. Yeah, so I thought that was all pretty cool. Now I'm actually excited yeah. to use my Amiibo. 
Yeah. Really? That's what got you? Yeah. No, I think it's cool, but I also heard, and I don't know how true this I is, like that it's only used, that you can only use the Amiibos for Super Mario Bros. 1 mode. Yeah, that was weird. we were discussing earlier. I, yeah. I, we were talking about, I completely understand why they didn't want to animate 3D models for the new Super Mario Bros. U mode, but I would yeah. expect they would at least make them in, like, 1, 3, and world. Yeah. Or at least use the same sprites, because they've seemed yeah. to be doing that for a lot of characters that weren't in all of those games. Yeah. Just downgrading, you know, the color palettes. Yeah. Um, and I mean, that's totally fine. It works completely fine. They did that with, um, when they re-released Super Mario Bros. 3 for the Game Boy Advance, and they had all those e-card levels, and they had it in, like, I don't know, like Charging Chuck and other stuff. Like, they just reused the Super Mario World sprites, and it worked. It didn't, yeah, yeah so. No, I agree. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. What else did we play? I feel like those are the only positive we things have to say. <laughs> you guys didn't touch on uh, Yoshi's Woolly World. Yeah. Oh, Yoshi's Woolly World is great. Yeah. Um, we've seen so much of it, though. I feel like... Yeah, that's true. But uh, I it's, will, it's really solid. I will though. say, I like how in the Nintendo Direct, they showed us, you know, the developer, and she was sitting in front of the entire world supply of Yarn Yoshi. <laughs> that was oh, pretty cool. 12 of them. Jackson's raising his hand. What's up, Jackson? Mario Tennis. Oh yeah, we did play Mario Waluigi Tennis. wasn't playable though. We're not talking about game this ruined. Game. Yeah, that doesn't that doesn't game. exist. Waluigi wasn't playable in any of their games. That doesn't make it better. That's why I didn't like this here, Jackson. <laughs> I know. That's what I'm, I'm just veiling it. So the new Mario Tennis is Mario Tennis. Except for you can get really, really big. And it seems for to some be reason. completely random. Like these giant, sh- the, what are they yeah. called? Ultra shrooms pop out? It's mega mushrooms. Mega mushrooms. And, you know, me and Alex, we were watching it. We were trying to figure out if there was, like, some pattern to it. And it seemed pretty random no, when they yeah. pop up. I'm so. sure someone will prove us wrong at some point. The, the odd thing about the mega mushrooms is you get so big that your wingspan covers the entire court. Mm-hmm. If you have a mega mushroom, you're just not going to lose. Yeah, there's something really unbalanced about that. Yeah. So I'm wondering if it's actually that prominent of a gameplay mechanic in the final game, or if they just really wanted to show off that feature yeah. for the show floor demo, because they were way too frequent on the, on the show floor. I will say, I played as Toad, and it was a lot of fun to get the mega mushroom, and then every time... I scored to just make him spin around in circles really fast. Because <laughs> he just have this giant toad on the court, like, oh, and uh, stumbling around everywhere. He was cute, and it was funny. And that was, it's sad that that was the highlight of that game for me. <laughs> toad is always the most unintentionally hilarious character. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, was there even anything else? There was, uh, there was something, oh, Earthbound Beginnings. Oh, we already talked, we talked about, this. about this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you just want to talk about it again, don't I, you? I, it's worth I talking about. It took them long enough to release it. Yeah. And what's really cool is it looks like I don't know if you guys know. Um, years ago, somebody found the original translation mm-hmm. on like a like a dumped yeah. cartridge. I actually and, yeah. I have an any a Earth, physical NES yeah, copy. Earthbound Zero. Is, yeah. yeah. And it looks to be, so far, the same translation. Yeah, so well, I mean, even better. Was, yeah. the work was already all done on it from the NOA. They just never released yeah, it. And I'm surprised you know, they didn't release it. For legal reasons, if they'd have to retranslate it, if they couldn't use the same, you know, I don't, I don't know. know that there's no reason there. But, yeah. You know, translation standards have come a long way. Yeah. There's that, too. They might have wanted it. I don't know. But I, it's it's nice to see that it's still... So we, we haven't seen any discrepancies so far between the original translation and this one? I don't know. We haven't, uh, from what we I've heard, heard anyway, again, like I said, I've not played Earthbound, but I mm-hmm. know people that are diehard Earthbound fans, and they're like, oh, yeah, it mm-hmm. looks like it's the Phil Sandhop translation. So that's kind of cool. That's good. Do we, do we know, have they confirmed whether or not the uh, level grinding system is completely broken or if it's the fixed version? 
Yeah, because so so Mother One and Two. So in the original Mother, the the mm-hmm. exp yield from enemies was really low. Unforgivably bad. Like you, you just have to like kill rats in your basement for like three hours before mm-hmm. you can do anything. And so uh, they well fans when they did like a a ROM hack of it, they just like changed it to double the exp but actually when nintendo released mother one plus two in japan they gave you an optional uh, item that does the same thing doubles your yeah EXP. so for those of you who don't know mother one plus two they were both released in japan at the same time and it was on game boy advance i believe yeah it was yeah. a game boy advance game. Yeah, yeah yeah um so they were basically it was just a port of mother and, and mother two um on game boy advance it obviously didn't come to america um, obviously it's obviously um <laughs> So that, that was Mother 1 Plus 2, and in that, that's what they did for, for Mother 1 to make it more fun. One of the first Game Boy Advance ports that was actually, like, really well done, too. Was it? Yeah. The, as far as um, just getting all the aesthetics right from the original, you know, the graphics weren't completely washed out, the sound wasn't good. completely unlistenable. Uh, Mario Advance, take note, because <laughs> y'all did it wrong. <laughs> I actually really like Super Mario World in the Game Boy Advance. What? That was the worst version of it. Sorry. <laughs> You're not allowed to like things. Yeah. <laughs> um. So let's see, what else did they have? Wow, I cannot did believe we're almost done things? with one in one episode. Nothing that we, we planned played. to. They had what? They had other announcements at their, yeah. their digital event. But. So mm-hmm. here's we were talking about this earlier. Between us, we made like 25, 30 predictions. <laughs> not one of them came true. <laughs> Zero <laughs> predictions. Almost, almost I noticed got, that. Almost actually. got Animal Crossing Wii U. Yeah, we both thought Animal Crossing Wii U would happen, but we did not Switch. think it would be an amiibo well, board game. Yeah. Well, we. So. I almost got Mother Three. Almost. Almost. <laughs> so close. So close. You never know. Maybe they'll announce it day three. I count out. I uh, know. <laughs> they didn't announce it at the digital event. It's not happening. No, it's not. But happening. Uh, I, I do count that as a victory. I don't count. I, I don't count it as a correct prediction, but it's at least. Good news. Um, Step in the right direction. Oh, we played yeah. uh, Legend of Zelda Triforce. Oh, I can't yes. believe we forgot about that. I can. It so was... <laughs> Actually, that's pretty accurate. Um, it was good. It was very hard to play Zelda when you need to sink three mines. Yeah. See, here's the thing. And, is, uh, it, it requires you to be very precise, like more precise than I was expecting in terms more of More precise like, than aiming. most Zelda games. Yeah, exactly. Which is not good for something where you need three well, Yeah, that's co-op. And then yeah. we, on the E3 show floor, you know, we're trying to coordinate with each other, like, you know, you push the block this way, blah, 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 but... Again, this is a game that just does not demo well on an E3 oh, show right. floor when you're very loud. surrounded by hundreds of people and they're blaring Star Fox music. None of us can communicate I tried to use those little touchscreen bubble emotions, but none of you guys wanted to do that. Let, let alone even playing that game with perfect strangers, even when you're just playing with friends. There's always going to be one jerk who wants to just, yeah. you know, yeah. not cooperate. Like, Which guys, is fun, let's, honestly. Yeah. Like, I it's like, fun at I, first, but then eventually you don't get anywhere, and it's like... <laughs> no, no, no. I, yeah, and you all yeah. share a health bar, which, again, is, is a problem on an E3 show floor. If you're having yeah. problems communicating, and yeah. if one person's screwing up, then everyone's just done at that yeah. point. If we didn't have all that much fun, the three of us, like, I can imagine people who went on their own and, and played with two random strangers and didn't talk at all. And again, this is a game that, you know, I'm, I'm not close to writing it off yet. I, I just think this is not a game that can demo well on a crowded show floor. Right. Yeah. On the bright side, though, I actually found the fact that it focuses a lot on uh, individuality of the player character to be really refreshing. Uh, that's something that Adam has kind of talked about. Link can wear changing. a dress. 
Yeah, I like the Zelda dress. Like yet, you can so. you can customize your character. You can uh, you know give them special abilities based on their equipment. Uh, it's 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 all really cool, and I'm hoping. I've said this before, but I'm hoping it hints that they're going to include some kind of multiplayer or character creation element in Zelda U. I like that the way mm-hmm. they explained it was was Hyrule is in peril and everyone claims to be the hero. <laughs> yeah. Like, I really like that element of lore where the the idea of the hero of legend is so ingrained into Hyrule's mythos and, and the folklore of the land that, that there are people out there who believe, oh, it's got to be me. Like, I... <laughs> like, I like that there are these narcissists in Hyrule now who all think that they're the chosen one. Yeah. And none of them it's are actually kind of funny. Yeah. yeah, I know, right? And none of them are correct. And I like, and I like that... Uh, it kind of reminds me of that... We were talking about this, that Zelda rumor a long time ago. The Valley of the Deluge or yeah. something like that. Where, where it was about... The main character was just some random Hylian who thought he was Link. And I really liked that idea. I thought that was a great way to, to approach the lore of Hyrule uh, in a different way. Mm-hmm. And tell the story differently, and I like that it's reemerging in in a in a more official way. Yeah, yeah, like Alex Perhaps said, maybe this, even an unintentional way, but it's happening, and that's yeah. you know, <laughs> this could be sort of a testing grounds to see if the Zelda community is really interested in a customizable Link experience. Yeah. And, you know, if so, that could carry over to Zelda U, like Alex was saying. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a good point, actually. I wish it focused more on combat and less on puzzles, though, because I mm. think my favorite part of the demo was fighting that boss. At the very end, I mean, yeah. we died. My special ability we died. By the way, we yeah, totally it was died. it was unfortunate. Um, but it was it was it was fun, uh, especially the way it was designed, where it targets a player and focuses yeah. on them, so the and other ones kind of swarm the other around two, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like my special ability was just a like a supercharged spin attack, but it literally wasn't useful at all until like the boss. Yeah, my special <laughs> ability was was shooting three arrows at once, and I got the gust jar, so mm-hmm. mine was completely useless the I entire time. I can't even time. remember if we fought any other enemies. We fought those cyclopses oh, and yeah. the bombs at. Oh, I kept trying to use the gust jar, and Ben kept stealing the bombs with his boomerang right before I could actually... Well, I was, I was hitting them. I was grabbing the bombs with the boomerang. And no, I you kept them. missing. That's why I kept getting mad at you. <laughs> I totally landed like I five shots. A lot. <laughs> yeah. Suffice to say, we're not that good at this game, apparently. Yeah. Uh, it needs a lot of coordination. <laughs> that's what yeah. I mean. Like, it's not a game that you can be good at. It's not like a pick up and play game. Whereas it's one of those things where you have to like sit down and actually like strategize with people, and not like you were saying, like a game that really performs well on a show floor like this. Yeah, and the question mm-hmm. I have is, is the 3DS really a platform where you're going to get a lot of people like sitting down in groups of three playing no. together local no. multiplayer? That shouldn't. Be, yeah. So I... it has online apparently. Oh, does it have online? Yeah, yeah. Cool. yeah, but even so, like as, as we said, if you're not coordinating, then you're not going to The win. online is going to be terrible because... No voice chat, probably. Yeah. yeah. And nobody's going to be on the same page, and those little... Well, that's what those little commands are for. Those little commands for. are not robust enough for that kind of thing. Um, uh, e- even verbal communication is... And maybe like they'll have some kind of sound thing. component in the final game that Hopefully. we just couldn't hear. Yeah. But I did like all the expressions he had, though. Yeah. I, I really liked how many like different things there were, and... How fun it was to sort of tease people. Yeah, there are a lot of fun things about this game. I just, I, I don't know. It, again, it, it's, it's kind of like this game in a series that everyone wants more from, but this is not what they were asking for. And I don't really know how much of an audience there is for it. Uh, speaking of things we weren't asking for, the Wind Waker art style is apparently back, even though this is a game that plays a lot like A Link Between Worlds. 
and uh, aesthetically, it's Link Between Worlds mm-hmm. too. Yeah, in, um, in the actual but, but gameplay, the art, but the artwork is when yeah. which I'm fine with. I like that art style. Fine. I I'm, I like the art style, but it's clearly a dud. Well, possibly the reason they're doing that is to uh, is that they're expecting this game to appeal more to Japanese audiences because Iwata has talked a bunch recently about how they're trying to spark more lo- local multiplayer on 3DS in Japan specifically with like events and stuff to get people together and play Nintendo yeah, games. Yeah, but didn't so. Wind Waker do atrociously in Japan also? I think it did a little bit better there than in America, but it I mean, well, wasn't wasn't exactly their top seller. That's not saying a whole lot. Though. <laughs> it <laughs> did pretty terribly in America. Yeah. So yeah, which is weird because now it's had this sort of renaissance of um, yeah, it's the, the Zelda deep, cycle. Deep appreciation. That, that's yeah. Just <laughs> well, yeah. Well, people are no longer mad about it, so they can appreciate so it. So now they're yeah. saying it's a work of art. <laughs> yeah, I would say this, this game has a, a better chance to sell well in Japan than anywhere else. But uh, Zelda's been declining so quickly in Japan over the years that. You know, like like I said, it feels like this is a game that's designed for the Japanese market, but the Japanese market hasn't really expressed much interest in Zelda in recent years. So yeah. I don't know what audience there is for this game. I mean, yeah, I'll probably yeah. buy it because mm-hmm. I'm stupid, but that doesn't mean that most people will. Yeah. They really just need to make a Monster Hunter clone set in the Hyrule universe. <laughs> that would be pretty <laughs> cool, actually. Be really cool. I, 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 speaking I, of speaking of clones, Hyrule Warriors Legends was nowhere. To, that's the name of the 3DS version, by the way. That was nowhere on the show floor. No, and I. I'm not too surprised. Given that it's a 2016 release, I'm not too surprised. But I'm also surprised it was a 2016 release. Hmm. Well, it's... Jackson's it's giving me a funny look. What do you... Th- oh, yeah. I agree. Okay. <laughs> Jackson and approves. It, it, it may just not be stable enough to be playable on the show floor. I yeah. mean, it's clearly a fairly quick and dirty port. Right. But... Right. Well, it's not a port. It's a reimagining, Alex. And Nintendo doesn't do ports, apparently. <laughs> oh, do they not? No. <laughs> just virtual um, console games. They do mm-hmm. virtual console games? Well, I mean... <laughs> okay, just a virtual console game. The Xbox One now has a better Nintendo 64 virtual console than the Nintendo 64 virtual console. Just, just by virtue of having Banjo-Kazooie? No, now. by having Rare Replay. Yeah, that's what I mean. You've got Jet Force Gemini, the Yeah, Jet Force Gemini, Perfect Dark. Yeah, I mean, like, that's not how I think that's more games than are out in the Americas. Yes. Honestly, how they managed to pry those out of Nintendo's hands is... Well, it's rare. They're all rare IP. Are they? Yeah, but, yeah, all, yeah, but Nintendo all, all owns the games themselves. No, Nintendo only owns the Nintendo IPs like Donkey Kong. Them. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, they 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 were partners, but Nintendo didn't have any ownership to That's anything. That's why there hasn't been already there in the first place. Some nice consoles. red tape there. Yeah. Yep. So, uh, just dance twenty sixteen. Woo! Yeah, that was that was a highlight of my experience. They played. They you. played. I got a feeling from the Black Eyed Peas, which came out in two thousand eight, I believe. Yeah. Hmm. Oh, well, they will slap the 2016 date on it, and no yeah. one will notice. Yeah, speaking of that, the uh, third-party section on the show floor oh, was man. three Wii U's. There were actually it? five. Oh, two five? Of them, two of them were hidden behind two of the Skylanders. Oh, my bad. Five. Uh, five demo stations total on the whole show floor. Facing, facing the back wall, by the way. Yes. Yeah. Uh, in this it tiny was, little corner. It was where Project Giant Robot and Project Guard were last year, so that's... <laughs> that should give you an idea of the relevance. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but, I mean, honestly, I'm surprised you guys even make a deal out of this, because I kind of expected that. Yeah, it's to be like, expected. Third parties are still such just... an... Third parties hardly exist on the Wii U. Yeah. I'm not at all surprised that... Yeah, you know. About that. Um, but the Animal Crossing board game, though. So Animal Crossing, this board game, and Happy Home Designer were both shown off a little bit in the direct mm-hmm. and not on the show floor. 
I'm not surprised Happy Home Designer because that was, I mean, you can't demo an Animal Crossing game. Mm. It's certainly but, not one that's based on Amiibo. Right. But the other thing is, it seemed like, based on the trailer there, that the Happy Home Designer base game is a lot more robust than we expected. Even though they said, I believe they confirmed a while ago that it was going to be free to play. I could be making mm. that up. I remember we all thought it was free to play. I think but they said not. it was. Yeah, it's it's not. It's a it's a packaged retail game. It it is in in, in Japan. Japan we sure. know it is. We we yeah. haven't heard confirmation in America, but it's got to be. I mean, if Fire Emblem if, if Fire Emblem Fates is launching in America in two versions, which we know it is, uh, now that's been confirmed. Um, then I can't see why, you know, yeah. amiibo game video game is gonna be yeah. free to play. Uh, I think it's gonna gotta be the same forty dollar thing. Mm-hmm. Well, forty dollars plus. Whatever. Plus 70 for the villager. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was just going to say. Yeah. Um, and then the, the board game. What's that all about? Is that... I couldn't get the gist for, of that from the Nintendo Direct, it, whether that was more like Mario Party or more like Fortune Street or something. Which, by the way, they need another sequel. Just to. like a normal board game to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. With Animal Crossing events sprinkled in. Uh, but right, we Jack's don't really know anything about it yet. Here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, you know what? Uh, did do you count talking about Blast Ball as talking about Federation Force? Am I the the official judge on that? I don't know. I mean, you talked about like you you had the really the really I had my rant. Thought, yeah. Um, yeah, we we can talk about Metroid Soccer. <laughs> uh, that's what people were calling it before it was even officially called Metroid Prime <laughs> Blast Ball. Is that is that going to be bundled in with? Federation Force, do it's we think? Be. Jackson's yeah, it, giving it a thumbs like up. It is. Yeah. It is. Oh, is, it, it is that confirmed? In the oh, they did? Yeah. Okay, cool. Thanks, Jackson. Yeah, mm. he's saluting us. Um, okay. Um, huh. Do we have anything to say about that? No. Yeah, I didn't even I didn't watch, play it. I didn't get to watch the footage it. of it in the Nintendo World Championship. It didn't look so that much fun to me. Uh... You're giving me a weird look. Does I'm always giving you a weird look. I like I I've, I've barely seen it. Like I saw like a quick you know trailer for it, obviously during the direct. But I I right. it's I think the only game I didn't get to play on Nintendo Show Floor today, yeah, and I here. did not get to uh, watch the Nintendo World Championships either because okay. my flight got canceled and I was uh, stranded in Denver. So, mm-hmm. but I'm here in LA now. Enjoy Denver. I would have hoped that after Nintendo had such success with Splatoon that they would have had a good follow up if they're going to dabble in the shooter space again. At least a shooter multiplayer space. Especially considering that they didn't have any new IP this year. No. And that that's a game that A could have easily been a new IP and B Might as well absolutely have been should have been a new IP. I'm gonna quietly consider it a new IP. Yeah, I mean at too. least the blast ball. Uh, yeah, well especially because now now that it's Metroid, they can't go anywhere else with it. No. I mean, like, they could have had Blast Ball and then made future Blast Ball games and done all this stuff with it, but now that it's Metroid Prime Blast Ball... It'll be a one-off, and And it's a new mode, yeah. Mm -hmm. It's going to be out for 3DS, and they're never going to touch it again. Pretty much. Because they can never include Blast Ball in another future Metroid game, because everyone wants it to be canceled. (laughs) (laughs) Or, like like I said, Mm -hmm. I'd be happy with it just being sort of rebranded and split off from the Metroid... I, yeah. I think it's a little rash mm-hmm. for people to want it to be canceled just because now, of the name. Jackson, I don't know, nobody here. made that. Nobody w- jumped to that level like when Metroid Prime Pinball came out for the Game Boy Advance. <laughs> yeah, but the, we were talking about this earlier. That's just pinball. I mean, it's it's different. This is just soccer. But Jackson over here was was bringing up true. a really good point, Jack. Hi. Good point. Hi, Jackson. Uh, he was saying 
that we've only seen 90 seconds of, of Federation Force. We don't know that it's not really going to be... A, we don't know the story. We don't know anything. We don't know that it's not going to be a Metroid game. So we don't know that it actually is that easy to rebrand it as a new IP. Because we've only seen 90 seconds of it. Um, food for thought. I mean, you know, it's, it's good not... I'd be very happy if Nintendo proved us wrong. Yeah. I'd also be very happy if Nintendo explained why Metroid can't grow. Um, <laughs> very important canonical I, I also question. need to know if he holds his gun or if it's attached to his hand <laughs> yeah uh, Metroid's a weird character yeah he is <laughs> um, I guess that's it huh he's my fa- well he is my favorite robot that's true there, right? aren't, there aren't many robots you know yeah you know. Um, <laughs> what what? Jackson's over there whispering in the corner. <laughs> it's, it's late. <laughs> so you're that, whispering to yourself? What does that yourself? have to do with... Yeah. It is actually getting... No, Jackson is now an honorary gotta, member of this podcast. Well, yeah. yeah, we gotta why wind down. Why don't you down, come so, over here, get yourself in frame? I mean, it is It is sounds like, sounding like it's, uh, you know, we're, we're exhausting our conversation topics. Maybe, maybe we can talk about more of them. <laughs> yeah. Maybe, maybe we can talk about more of them tomorrow on uh, the other episode, although we were expecting a lot more. Um, at least I was. Yeah, yeah, we had I planned mean, to do two Nintendo Week podcasts. But, I think we so. should probably still keep up that promise, but uh, the second one will probably be a lot shorter. Yeah. yeah. Um, closing thoughts? I mean, besides this was... Re- oh, I think it's worth pointing out. Iwata said... <laughs> Please understand. It- <laughs> Close. I mean, yeah. He actually said something a lot more serious than that this time. He, he, like, fully acknowledged he said something... Can someone pull up the direct quote? I'm on it. Yay, Jackson! Yay, Jackson! Jackson pulling Everyone tweet Team Jackson. Hashtag, Hashtag Team Jackson. Team Jackson. Hashtag oh. Colin's fault. <laughs> <laughs> People stop tweeting Hashtag Colin's fault. It's kind of sad. Wait, what was that for? Oh, so everything. A lot, yeah. <laughs> Literally everything. <laughs> it started from like a Twitch stream when I was like screwing up because I'm not that good at technology. Um, so I'm get closer to the mic. But not behind the camera because come over I, come over this way because the mic actually oh, is set up. You are um, wearing such a I'm wearing you're, such you're a revealing robe. You're beautiful. <laughs> Hi folks at home. Uh, <laughs> official tweet. Thank you for watching. We take opinions of this year's digital event seriously and will work to better meet your expectations. <laughs> and then That's, Jackson flaps uh, like a chicken. Like a muppet. That's PR talk for we screwed up and we know it. Yeah. Sorry, but guys. Are they actually going to do anything about it? Mm, I would not be surprised if they held a Nintendo Direct in a couple months mm. that has their projects for 2016. Uh, what, what if they're NX projects? They can't talk about those till next year. You're right. Maybe. You're they right. I mean, just... no. If, if, if assuming they're Wii U projects, I would not be. Yeah, surprised. and and I feel like NX announcements next year is really the only way to re- to rectify this. Yeah. Or they could just release the standard size of the new 3DS. Well, that wouldn't that, fix it. No, no but I'd be happy. It. It'd be nice. I know. Nice, it wouldn't fix it wouldn't anything, fix but then I'd shut up. So. But what they that. could do, what they could do, I mean, they could something that they can easily do, and it would not hurt any of their projects for NX. It would not hurt really anything, anything at all in the future. GameCube HD remakes, GameCube Virtual Console, Mother 3 Translation. I thought there was, there was going some... to be GameCube Virtual Console. Was that not promised? That was said yeah. in 2011. Yeah. So That's what I mean, I thought. they they there are so many easy projects, and I will say this again and again and again until Nintendo gets it. You will. There are so many easy projects that they can do, 
that people will buy and that will satiate people well enough that they won't have disasters like this again. Yeah, and I mean, you look at what, what Microsoft is doing with the Xbox catalog. They're trying to make as much of the Xbox library as possible available on Xbox One. Nintendo, you have the best library of games among any company in the industry. So if you bring all your games to your, at least to NX, ideally to Wii U as well, since apparently they're going to be forward compatible. I don't know how that could go wrong. I really don't. Yeah, I mean, the reason no one has anything to say about that is because there's no way it can. That is a definitive statement. There are no arguments. Yeah, no, I, I have nothing to say about that. It's yeah. true. I feel like we should have just cut it off right there. The end. The end. The end. Finn. Honestly, I'd be fine with that ending. All right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>